friends, my name is Brittany and this is the Capture the Chaos podcast. Right now, your photography business probably looks like confetti on the floor after a birthday session. A bit of a mess. In this podcast, we talk about how you can be more productive and organized in your business and in your life in order to have success without burnout. We focus on growing your business in the most sustainable way so you can focus on the parts of your life that matter most. Before we dive into today's episode, I have a little bit of housekeeping and I really hate when podcasters go on like a 10 minute housekeeping spiel before they get into the good stuff. So trust me, this is going to be quick. I am going to share some sweet words that Karis, who is a listener, sent me via my SpeakPipe channel. And I thought it would be really fun to start incorporating your thoughts and questions into the podcast. You can leave a voicemail on my SpeakPipe channel anytime and I'll share what you have to say on the podcast. Testimonials and kind words are super helpful for others who are new to the podcast. It helps them know that it's worth sticking around and I would also just really love to hear from you. So feel free to leave me a voicemail and if you're worried about messing up and sounding silly, you can record it as many times as you want, but also know that I am queen of getting tongue-tied so you're in good company. I also have a really good podcast editor that can make you sound super polished. So don't worry. You can also submit questions if you have questions about running your photography business, being more productive, balancing life, anything that we talk about here on the podcast, you're free to ask it. And I will share that on an episode and respond. (laughs) Without further ado, here is Karis. Hey, this is Karis of Karis Elizabeth Photography, and I just wanted to say I have fallen in love with this podcast. The episodes are so honest, authentic, but also just full of good, helpful, practical things to put into place. It is well worth the listen. Thank you, Karis, for those kind words. I truly appreciate them. All right, let's get to it. See, that wasn't too long. My boys are both in elementary school and my daughter is in preschool and her school usually starts about two weeks after the boys start school. But this year it's like three weeks. So this period is kind of like that week after Christmas and before New Year's where you're like in some lost time space continuum and you have no idea what day it actually is. That's kind of how I feel right now. She has had a bit too much screen time for sure. And I've been in a mad dash to get this planner ready to print, which is exciting, of course, but also, holy cow, I have absolutely no semblance of a routine or a schedule during this period of time. So actually, that's not true. I always have my morning routine and I always have an evening routine, but the middle of my day is like the wild, wild west. I do try to do at least one fun thing with her every day so I don't feel quite so guilty about the screen time. Today, we went to the library. (laughs) That's kind of our go-to. But the truth is, right now, um, my glass ball is this planner. And if you haven't heard the analogy by Nora Roberts, it's a really good one about balance. Um, I'm going to read the quote that I found someone blogged about it, but you can Google it as well. Someone asked her how to balance writing in kids. And she said that the key to juggling is to know that some of the balls you have in the air are made of plastic and some are made of glass. And if you drop a plastic ball, no harm done. If you drop a glass ball, it shatters. So you have to know which balls are glass and which balls are plastic and prioritize catching the glass ones. Right now, my glass ball is the planner. And I'm on a super tight deadline. And the truth is, my daughter's going to be okay with 
two to three weeks of a little bit too much TV time. And it's not going to last forever. I I do get asked quite often how I do everything. And to be honest, it kind of looks a lot like this. I'm deciding which balls are glass and which are plastic. And it's it's ever-changing. Some weeks it might be my kids are my glass balls or some some weeks it's my husband. It just really it it changes and it's okay. And it doesn't mean I'm neglecting my plastic balls. It just means right now my priority to make sure I don't drop the ball <laughs> on this planet. There's a lot of ball talk here. Anyway, so I'm in this gray space between complete chaos of summer and gearing up for the fall busy season, getting this planner out and ready buckling down to get back to work really um, at a normal-ish schedule. And I absolutely could create a routine for these two to three weeks, but it just feels overwhelming for me. It takes me a while to really find my rhythm and I would have to start over again as soon as she went back to school. So I just, I'm just choosing to roll with it. That's kind of how I live my life. However, I am a big fan of time blocking and personally, I really only do it during the school year, but I think I'm going to give it a shot next summer, uh, maybe in like a loose form. Now, before you completely shut down on me because I mentioned time blocking, which a lot of people are like, nope, I'm out. (laughs) Maybe you think, I hate schedules, Brittany, don't do this to me. Okay, hear me out. (laughs) I do too, or I guess I did used to hate schedules. Um, They feel kind of overwhelming and I'm like, I'm being put in a box, but that's really not how they're supposed to feel. In fact, a good routine and a good rhythm should feel freeing and you can time block even if you're a stay-at-home mom with little ones or if you're a mom with kids in school or if you're a homeschool mom or if you're a mom who has a full-time job and a photography on the side or you're not a mom and, and you do photography and have a full-time job. You can time block. Is Time blocking is for everybody if you give yourself grace and you do it right. So what is, and by right, I mean, do it your way, (laughs) whatever works for you. So what is time blocking? My kids have schedules in elementary school and my middle one is in first grade. And so I'm going to share his, his schedule with you to kind of give you an idea of what time blocking looks like. So they arrive, they do their morning work, they do their announcement and they have morning meeting until about 8 20 in the morning and then they have literacy for two hours followed by recess for 30 minutes and lunch for 30 minutes after lunch they have math for an hour and a half and then something called inquiry and innovation for 45 minutes but uh, it sounds fun whatever it is <laughs> and then they have what they call amped which is pe art music um, and those are on rotating days, which does make me a little sad because I wish that they had PE every day. And I also wish that they had art and music more than just once a week. But, you know, it's fine. That's a combo for another day. They end the day with dismissal procedures. So this is essentially a time block schedule. The teachers don't have to make decisions about when math is going to be, when they're going to work on reading, etc. Every little decision that we make puts a little bit of stress on our body or our brain. The more decisions we make in a day, the more fatigued we become. Our brains only have a certain capacity to make decisions. And when the capacity is depleted, we're exhausted. You know, those days you just kind of like you're mentally drained. It's probably because you had to make more decisions than you actually had the bandwidth for. Creating a time block schedule takes a huge chunk of those decisions off your plates, resulting in being less mentally drained. 
I'll get to what we do during those time blocks in a bit. But first, let's take a look at time block schedule for a mom and a business owner. And I'm going to use myself as an example because I only just now got an idea of using somebody else and that would be really fun. So if you want to do a time block schedule on the podcast, like hit me up, let's do this. That'll be so much fun. Um, but for now, it's going to be me. <laughs> Anyways, think of your time like you would a budget. You have 24 hours in a day. Everyone has 24 hours in a day. Everyone has seven days in a week. How are you going to spend your time? Well, first, if you've been around for a while, you know that I love a good old fashioned time audit and I'm not going to go into details about it, but go listen to episode, I think it's episode 38. After you do a time audit on your schedule, you're going to put all of your tasks into blocks. And I personally like to do six different blocks. I've heard someone doing five blocks. Maybe you do more blocks. I think the more simple it is, the better it's going to work for you. So for me, I have my personal slash husband uh, block. I have work block. I have family kids block. I have household. I have morning routine. I have evening routine. And to be quite honest, sometimes it merges together a little bit. Like obviously my husband also goes into family time as well, but I'm in my mind, in my blocks, my husband is more like the date night kind of blocks or the time where we were spending one-on-one time together. Where we're making stupid TikToks together, which we haven't done in a while. So we need to, we need to do one of those one night because that's fun. Um, sometimes my exercising goes into my morning routine. I mean, my part of my exercise does go into my morning routine. We'll get to that in a minute. Um, anyway, so it gets a little bit murky, but I still have pretty defined blocks of what everything fits into. So the Capture the Chaos Planner will have a section for you to do a time audit every season if you choose, and then a section for you to create your block key. So under my personal and my husband block, there would be things like the gym, walking, appointments, date night, fun things I want to do with my friends, concerts, movies, whatever. Things that care for myself and my relationship with the adults in my life is kind of what I put into my self block. The kids and family block would include drop-off, pickup, making lunches, taking them on outings, appointments for them, quality time, and so on. Church as well. Um, I would categorize everything from my time audit into a block. Do what works for you. If you don't have kids, maybe you have a separate block for your spouse. If you have another job outside of the home, you would have a block for that. Then you're going to go and you're going to color code with a highlighter each block. So if I'm doing six blocks, I need six color highlighters. For a little while, I only had five colors of highlighters. And so I did my morning and evening routine as the same color. It worked for me. Do what works for you. There is no hard and fast rules in this. Okay. It's only to make your life better. And the simpler it is, the better. Now we're going to plan out a general schedule. I want to know what your week usually looks like. Might change from week to week and that's fine. For me, Monday through Friday, I am up at 6.20 to get the kids ready for school. I walk after dropping them off. I come home, I shower, I get ready for the day, and then I take my daughter to school on the days that she goes to school. So all of these things are actually my morning routine. And like I said, some of it gets a little bit murky. So a lot of that is kid stuff, but it's stuff I do every morning. So I put it into my morning routine. It just kind of makes sense for me because I do it every day, every week. So it makes it easy for me. The simpler, the better. So my morning routine right now is orange and I will literally draw a block from 620 to 920 Monday through Friday. You can't see me unless you're watching on video, but I just made a square. Monday, Friday, and Saturday 
maybe Wednesday, I plan to go to the gym around 930. And it's probably going to change from week to week, depending on sports schedules for my kids or my husband's schedule at work, if I can leave my daughter at home with him. But remember, this is just a general key. So I block that hour-ish in blue on the days that I plan to go to the gym. Then I'm going to schedule my times for work in green. Green for money. (laughs) So for sure, Wednesday and Thursdays are going to be days that I work. And I might do Tuesdays or I might leave Tuesdays open for just like a personal day. I haven't really decided. It just kind of depends on my workload. And I also know that I can get some work done Monday through Friday from three to four because the kids are usually home and they're relaxing and they're watching TV and kind of vegging out after a long day at school. And then my husband gets off work around four. So um, I can adjust things as we go. I like to also leave a lot of white space in my time block schedule just because I don't want to overdo it and then feel guilty for not following along with my exact time schedule. Um by the way, let that guilt go. There is, there's no one monitoring this except for you. So the only person holding you to the schedule is you. It's okay. It's okay if it changes. My evening routine starts around 8.30 after the kids go to bed and lasts until 10.30, 11-ish whenever I go to bed. I've been staying up a little later than I did last time I did a podcast episode about my schedule. I think I was going to bed at 10 then. Now it's 11 because I feel like the kids are going to bed so late. I just need a little bit more time and I'm really enjoying the books that I'm reading. (laughs) And then Saturday, pretty much all day for the kids, except for my little one hour of gym time. And then Sunday, I like to do a house reset. I'm trying to do it in the afternoon and evening. Um, Of course, this isn't the only time I do chores, but a lot of times it just goes into my routine time. And then I'm trying to do better about doing one load of laundry every single day. So I think that'll go as a part of like the tail end of my morning routine where I'll dump a load of laundry in before I go take my daughter to school or before I start working. Once you have a general idea of your blocks, and remember, this is going to change from week to week, then you can fill out what you do each day in those blocks. I don't write down my morning and my evening routines in my planner. It's the same every day. I don't have to make decisions on this. I just do it. Again, removing that decision-making takes stress off your brain and kind of becomes muscle memory. So what I will write into my planner, actually, hold on, let me back up for a second. If there is something that you're trying to work into your day to day, like you're trying to walk more, you're trying to read the Bible more, um, trying to have more, whatever it is, drink more water. I don't know. Whatever it is that you are trying to do more of and you're struggling to do, I have two tips for you. One, what barriers can you remove to do that? If you're like, I'm going to walk three miles every day and you're not even walking half a mile, maybe lower that barrier just a little bit, or maybe instead of every day, you do three times a week. And then the other tip is to stack it with something else that you're already doing. So me, I walk after I drop the kids off because I walk part of the way to drop them off anyway. And so then I can just keep walking. And so I did that to make it easier for me to force myself to walk because when I was driving them to school, or just drive straight home without even thinking about it. But now walking after dropping them off and I continue walking. So it has helped my walks become a lot more consistent since I started doing that. Anyways, I digress. So what I will write into my planner is specific things that have to be done each day. Like we have soccer practice on Monday or we have hockey on Thursday or I have church on one day like a church meeting on Monday, um, usually church is on Sundays for us, <laughs> but the meetings are on different days. You really didn't need it all that. But anyways, 
I do write in my gym times because like I said, it, it changes and uh, it's going to be important to block off time to work out. Otherwise, I would never do it. I schedule time for my work and I write down what I need to do during that block on that day. Changes from week to week. It's not always going to be the same thing. So this is just a very loose overview of what my time blocking looks like as someone with ADD. <laughs> if you want to play around with some pages that are going to be in the Capture the Chaos Planner, you can join the planner launch list and I will send those over to you. You can print them off and play around with them to kind of get a feel without having to actually put it into your planner because you know that feeling whenever you get a, a pretty new planner or paper product and you're like, I don't want to write it. I don't want to mess it up. I'm giving you some papers. You can play with it, get the feel for it. And I'm also linking a video in the show notes for you to watch me create a DIY time block chart if you want to see it in action. I just literally drew it out with like a ruler and a pencil. And then I kind of time blocked a general schedule for myself. So that will also be linked in the show notes. As always, thank you so much for being here. If you have any questions, shoot me a DM on Instagram, send me an email. If you have me on Voxer, send me a box. I love hearing from people. It just makes it really feels like a community. And I just, I just so appreciate hearing from you. You can't, you can't even know how much it means to me. So thank you guys for being here and don't forget to subscribe and leave a review if you haven't already. Bye.